There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or any of the app-adapts where the podcasts happen. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give, you can take. Or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, um, we're going to catch up. We're a disaster, as usual. Um, I have recently dealt with some unfortunate events. Uh, and uh, I figured we could talk about that and uh, whatever the hell Tiffany's doing. Because, I mean, I don't know if she knows what she's doing. But I, did, I didn't even know we were podcasting until 10 minutes ago, first of all. I didn't either. That's what I would like everyone to know. I want you to go into this episode with an open mind and low expectations. I feel like they go into every one of our podcasts with low expectations. That's fair. Because I, being the person I am, forgot to tell my podcast host that I am leaving town tomorrow. So when she said, hey, we good for Thursday? I had to awkwardly then say, not even a little, actually. (laughs) Um, And so... We finagled some things and she was gracious enough to meet uh, one of the very small windows of time I have, which is right now. So we are here unprepared. It's a kind of a good thing, I guess, that you can't see us because no offense, Meredith, but both of us look like we just crawled out of a sewer and discovered America Mm. for the first time. Well, yesterday I had four crowns done. Okay. Well, I feel like an asshole now. (laughs) All at the same time. My face is still swollen. Um, I am on a soft food liquid diet until at least tomorrow because I can't chew. Um, and let's just say that was the best part of my week so far. Excuse me? <laughs> what are you saying right now? Uh, all right. So oh, she's taking her sweater off. It's getting okay. real. No, I'm getting hot. Is this your logo, ma'am? Is yeah. this your shirt? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like it. Yeah, I mean, don't worry. I'm going to sell them. You can buy one. Okay. Um, about is that what's on the is that on the building right now? Uh-uh. Not yet, but our website. It's up okay. on our website. I have a question mm-hmm. after the podcast about okay. the logo. Okay. I don't want to ask here. I embarrass you. Well, now that you've done that, go right ahead. <sighs> I'm just kidding. It wouldn't be embarrassing. What? I just have a question. About the queen? Mm-hmm. What about her? Has anybody said anything to you about her? No, I don't know what it... Okay, I would like to start by saying I love it. I would also like to ask, to me, when I first looked at it, it reminds me very much of a different queen person logo. Who's? Oh, the mermaid on Starbucks? No, this is a... Uh... Is she a mermaid? Yeah, she's a mermaid. Does it remind you of that at all? I mean, it's a completely different... Uh, well, this is this is like a... This is a queen from like colonial times. I like, see that. I yeah. do. But it was just my first thought. And I'd really prefer it be a picture of your face. No, but it's the queen's laundry on King Street. That's why we did that. The queen's laundry on King Street. I love it. It's is very... Downtown St. Augustine is like, because this was, St. Augustine was the first founded city in 1565. You have so many facts about things that I don't care about. Okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But every time we go to a town, you're like, back in 1842, the town was founded by Mabel Johnson. She was a farm woman. 
<laughs> Strong I woman. Like, I really thing. like it. I like it. I just, uh, it was my first thought and I didn't know if anybody had mentioned it to you because no, no, if they yeah. had, then that would be two people. But if it's just me, then tell me to go fuck myself. No, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it was a queen image that Dave, you know, one of those, like you buy and pay for it so you can use it on a logo type of thing. So it's generic. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so, um, these are going to get ready to go up in the shop for sale. Cause people are so sweet. They're like, we can't support your laundry business. Cause we don't live there, but can we buy a shirt? And I was like, you guys want to buy these shirts? And they're like, yeah. Cause they saw me wearing them in a live. And I was like, sure. If you want to love that, but listen, so let me tell you. So yesterday, no, that's not right. Sunday. Um, I had work all day, 8.30 to 4.30 down at the laundromat. And I took Sophia with me because um, she's saving up money for, um, she wants a new bedroom set, which I was like, okay, I don't get it, but whatever. Uh, so I was like, you got to work then, you know, you got to save your money. So she came down and we worked all day. And, um, at four 30, she was like, mom, I'm, I, we're, it's time to go. We've been here all day. I'm ready to go. And so she just starts leaving the building and I'm like trying to finish things up. And so I, I lock up, turn off the lights, but walk out, get in the car. I back the car up and I look at her and I go, I think my tire's flat. And she goes, no, it's fine. And I go, no, I'm like, we're on the ground. And so I pop out and I go over to her side and I look. Yes. Are you muted? Because I can hear you through my phone. My phone is muted. Okay. I think it's your phone. But why would... You can't hear me through your ears? Yes, but I can oh. also hear you through the phone. So I didn't know if that mattered. Mm. All right. I don't hear. I don't hear it. Okay. Tire's flat. Okay. So... I go, you know, scream, son of a bitch, my tire's flat. Then I walk around to the other side and I look down and my other front tires. <gasps> and I'm like, well, that's not normal. Did you don't get two flat tires. Did somebody slash your tire? He <gasps> slashed my tires. So... Then I got, so this, this really nice woman stops her car and she's like, Hey, are you okay? And I was like, I think somebody slashed my tires. And she's like, no, probably just a kid messing around. Let the air out. I got an electric pump in my trunk. Let me help you. Her name was Dee Dee. Super sweet. Um, she hops out of her minivan and she starts hooking it up and I'm looking at her and I'm like, Dee Dee, I love you. And I love that you stopped for me. These are not filling up even a little bit. She's like, they're just so low. It's going <laughs> to take a while. And I was like, oh, Dee, you are the sweetest person ever. And it's hot, right? Yesterday or Sunday, whatever. I mean, it was like still, it was still 90 degrees at, at, at 445. And we're standing out there sweating. And this guy comes riding up on his bike. And he's like, um, I've never seen two flat, two front flat tires at the same time. I'm pretty sure your tires got slashed. And I was like, I'm pretty sure too. Uh, but Dee Dee thinks maybe they just let the air out. And he goes, nah, I hear the air coming through your tire. And so he kneels down and he spits on his hand and he wipes the tire to see bubbles. And the bubbles come up and you can see the slash mark. And then we walk around to the other tire and boom, there's the slash mark. <gasps> okay. You can't sneak up on me. It's not funny because I've really had a rough week. Okay. I'm podcasting right now. Can I have a little bit of time? Yeah. Okay. Shut the door, and that way I'll know you're coming next time. No, it's not even a little bit funny. I mean, it's a little bit funny. <laughs> so um, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Please stop. I don't know what you're – I don't care. Uh, so Dee Dee's like, you need to call the cops. And I was like, what are the cops going to do? And she's like, well, probably nothing, but you need to call and report it. And so like, I'm searching up the non-emergent line and I call and I give them the address and I'm like, somebody slashed my tires. And so, you know, so, so policewoman shows up first thing she says, um, do you have any enemies? 
Enemies. I was like, I, I'm a lady who folds her laundry on the internet and I, I now have a laundromat. Like, I don't know who my enemies would be, but she's like, well, slashing tires is very retaliatory. So my <gasps> best guess is you piss somebody off. Oh my gosh. Is it a competitor? <laughs> I don't think so. A laundromat around yours? I don't, th- there aren't any, there um, aren't any around us. Um, it's that guy from the men's conference that made a whole YouTube <laughs> video about you. So I, you know, I'm talking to her and, and she's like, um, you know, give me your best bet on the value of the tires and the work that will have to be done. This, that, and the other thing, you know, she basically was like, I'm not super hopeful that we'll find whoever did this. Um, she goes, do you have cameras? And I said, well, we do, but I was parked across the street in the church's parking lot. Now from our building, you can see the car direct eye line. So I was watching, I mean, I wasn't watching it, but I could see my car at all times during the day. I asked for permission to park there because our back parking lot is not done yet. The church was very nice. They're like, absolutely. You can park there. So in between 1.30 and 3.30, we went back to the ring ding-dong doorbell camera thing. And because those ring cameras are on motion sensors, it only picks up video of across the street when somebody comes to our front door to drop off laundry, right? So the car tires were inflated all the way up until about 1.30 p.m. Then there's a block of time. At 3.30, another del- another drop-off comes with the laundry bag, and my car is down on the floor. <gasps> So between 1.30 and 3.30 in the afternoon, somebody slashed my tires. So what freaked me out was the fact that, number one, somebody had the balls to do this right in the middle of the day, daylight. Number two, you have to have a pretty sturdy knife to slash tires because they're thick, right? It's thick rubber. You got to stab the shit out of these tires with a big ass knife, okay? So, so, and then number three, I'm thinking this person who's slashing my tires technically could have been watching me while I was in the laundromat while they were doing it because I was in direct eye line, right? Like I was folding and washing all day long and you can look directly into the building and see me there. Number four, I was there alone with Sophia, nobody else. Number five, the doors are open and unlocked during business hours because cleaners come in and out to pick up and drop off laundry. So, Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I started to get really upset, and it wasn't really about the tires, although that's twelve hundred dollars—two tires plus the labor and the parts and the delivery fee it was twelve hundred bucks for tires. Um, that wasn't even the point. The point was somebody it's violent, right? Like the slashing of tires is violent and that's what got me. And it got me because it it seems retaliatory. And for what I don't know now, the cop was like, could this car have been parked here? And they thought that they were somebody at this church. Sure. Cause it wasn't in your parking lot. It was across right. the street. She goes, but you told me you've parked here every day for the last two months. So somebody could see you walking back and forth to your laundromat and know that it's your car. She's like, that's, that could be, um, if she goes, if you don't really have any enemies, which I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what what enemies do I have? Eh? Like, I don't, (sighs) 
So anyway, so, so it just, it was, it was upsetting. I was very upset. I felt it just, I think it was because it was the action of it. To me, it was violent. I understand. So 100%. that's why I think it got me upset. And I was alone with my yeah. kid. That scared me. Yeah. Question, which I'm sure the cop asked you or brought up, does the church have cameras? It doesn't. So I looked and um, there are no cameras on the building that I was parked next to or the church's building. I am going to go over to the church today when I go into work this afternoon and just sit, let them know like, hey, I was parked here on Sunday and my tires got slashed. I don't know if you have any, you know, any cameras that I'm not seeing or whatever, or, you know, can you give me a little, or just can you keep your ears open in case somebody, you know, says okay. something, you know, I don't know. So you need to, you know how gas stations and jewelry stores have silent police alarms. You need to get one of those installed under the counter. You also need to get a weapon, a sword, preferably oh. to keep under the counter mm. and f- adjust the cameras so that. Well, we're going to add cameras that record 24 seven. Yeah. Cause the ring ones are just those motion detectors, right? right. And they get great video quality and like all of that, but they don't record nonstop. So Dave's going to put four up on one, one on each corner of the building so that it covers everything. Was your car the only one in the parking lot? No, there was church. It was Sunday. So they had a church service and my tires were inflated during service. And then they were slashed after service. <sighs> I don't, I don't want to say that anybody from church did it. I wouldn't want to believe that. Um, but I also don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Damn. I have no idea. Wild. Um, so then I did a live about it yesterday because I was like, look, I wasn't even going to talk about this because I'm scared. And I don't really know how to even, I have no information other than this is what happened. And so I said, what I have to believe is that the reason that I'm, or the the way I'm going to talk about this to everybody is that you have to remain vigilant and you have to be situational, situationally aware because I'm not, Mm. I'm not at all situationally aware. And so I was like, I, this shitty thing happened to me. And now I'm going to remind all of you ladies to pay attention to your surroundings and be situationally aware because I am, I'm the worst at that. Well, anytime me and you go anywhere, am I not? I feel like when there's like a group of us, like when we were on tour, I felt like the bodyguard in the back. Like I was just silently panning side to side, looking behind us, making sure that, you know, nothing sketchy was. That's all I do all day long. I am so situationally aware that I am in therapy for it. Yeah. Um, And I'm the opposite. Because I just assume, why would anybody do anything bad? This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm just kind of living my life. Like, I don't pay attention at gas pumps. I don't pay attention when I get out of my car. You don't pay attention in your office when your kid comes up behind you. Well, yesterday or Sunday at the laundromat, I was moving clothes from the washer to the dryer. And they're loud. These machines are loud. They're big monster machines. And they spin at like 450 RPMs, whatever the hell that means or G's or some stupid nonsense. And they're so loud that you can't hear anything. Well, as I was turning with the basket, there was a man right in front of my face and I just screamed. Mm. And the guy puts his hands up and he's like, I'm Cody from Flip It Cleaners. And I was like, oh my God, it's okay. That wasn't your fault. That was my fault. But most of the, number one, most of the cleaners that come in are women. Number two, everybody knows the drill is you come to the front door and you're allowed to walk in, but you stop. You don't come in past there because I don't, we don't allow people to take laundry off the shelves because we don't want the wrong cleaner to get the wrong, the right, we don't want the cleaner to get the wrong bag of laundry. So we check it in and out because mm. we just don't want to confuse properties. So we always tell them when you come in, you wait by the door, I'll grab the iPad, I'll check the laundry out to you, I'll take your dirty laundry and we'll do whatever. Well, this was his first time being there and he didn't get the, the drill of how we do things from his boss. And so he just walked right in and I turned around and saw him and I didn't even know he was in the building. Right. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I can't. I said, the door's moving forward. If I'm there alone, the doors are locked. Yes, bitch. Get a doorbell. I'm taking the the dog with me. Anytime I go. Just, I mean, I feel like, you know, she, I don't, I don't know that she would necessarily 
lunge to protect me and go for the jugular, I'm but saying. she would bark. Oh, all right. If somebody came and put hands on me, she would bark. Do you think that having a dog with fur around people's laundry is going to deter well, them? What we do, and we've already we've already started because she has come down with me before. She goes in the back. She's nowhere near the laundry. So I have her bed back there. And so the laundry is on the front half and the back half is just like the computers and the like the, the dirty laundry in bags. So she stays up past the step and we make her stay up on that side. There's a little gate. I have Got it. She Got stays it. on that side. But if somebody came in and tried to, because even if Dave goes to like, if we're playing around and he kind of like grabs my arm or whatever, she goes apeshit because she doesn't want anybody putting their hands on me. Hmm. doesn't like it. Even if the kids, like I was laying in bed the other day and Matias jumped onto the bed, she jumped in between Matias and I. That's so cute. She, I'm like, you know, we're one person, she and I. So hmm. anyway, so I'm going to take her down with me and I'm going to keep the doors locked moving forward. She's and I person. will not, she, okay. Don't talk about my dog like that. You're saying technically according to like scientific. Okay. That's my best friend. And She's very personable. Okay. Um, and I am not going to ever park in that church parking lot again. That's for sure. I will park. I will park in the mud hole that is our back lot. Um, the only reason I haven't been parking back there is because our parking lot isn't finished with construction. So, um, but I won't make that mistake again. And and we have cameras in our back. So if somebody were to come and do this again the cameras are directly facing the back lot. So I would catch them. Hmm. Not that that would help us out because it would be another 1200 bucks. But, um, but the best part was I go live and I start talking about this. And this, this is what I do think is the important part of this message is wake up and be situationally aware because as a whole, that is not something that I do. And Dave yells at me all the time about it all the time. He's like, I drove past the gas station at the front of the neighborhood today. Guess what I saw? I was like, what? He's like, you on your phone at the pump. Mm, well, and that, like, yeah. And he's like, you can't be on your phone at, at the pump at a gas station. You need to be paying attention. What if somebody came up behind you? And I was like, why would they do that? And he's like, to murder you, to you, to what? And I was like, wow, I was just getting gas in a Slurpee. And he's mm. like, you have to pay attention. You don't bring your phone out when you're at the pump. And I was like, okay. We got I, I don't pay attention. Trigger warning on this episode. But also, I thought it was against the law to be on your phone at the pump because the ions in the molecules could ignite a fire. I've never heard that ever. I, look it up. Bill Nye, if you're listening, can I'll you take, please do some research on Tiffany's I'll question take, about the molecules? Is it illegal to collect rainwater? To sing in Singapore, to burn money, <laughs> to drive barefoot. Okay, oh, anyway. driving barefoot's illegal. Is it illegal to... I forgot what I was doing. Oh, yeah. You're on your phone at the gas pump. Jeez, we were literally just talking about it. Okay, I have a mental disorder. Bones cause static electricity. And just because it hasn't happened to you yet doesn't mean it never could. Uh, the rules also state you're not allowed to use electronic materials at gas pumps. And cell phones fall into that category. So not only might, not only might you get murdered, but you're breaking the law. So, well, at least the cops will show up then. They might ticket me while I'm there on the ground, but they will. Um, but yeah, so so I, I wanted to use this message of, hey, pay attention. You know, know know your surroundings. You know, check when you're walking in parking lots by yourself, when you're at the gas pump by yourself, when you're walking in and out of stores, in and out of your place of work, whatever. So then somebody gets on, on the live. And of course, I'm going through the comments afterwards because I was replying to people because they were, you know, giving, they're like, take a self-defense class. I'm like, that's a really good idea. They're like, do this, do that. And so I was re replying to people. And this woman goes, I don't understand. Were her tires slashed or was she mugged and beaten? Because the way she's carrying on, you'd think that she was mugged and beaten. And I was like, I'm, I'm just saying that it was a, it was a, a upsetting, it was an upsetting situation to be in. Uh, I didn't compare myself to being mugged and beaten. I just said my tires were slashed and it made me do some really hard thinking and it scared the shit out of me. That's what I said. 
I can't stand people. It just, and I'm just sitting there. And then this guy who I banned from the page was like, (laughs) you are the reason men hate women. And he just went on this tirade about what a piece of shit I was and how I am ruining women across the country because of the things that I say. And I was just like, wow, this is, there's so much hate. There's so much hate and so many scary people. And it just makes me want to build a bunker. Use their comments for content. Make money off these mother effers. Mm -mm. I just was sitting there thinking to myself, you're out amongst civilization and you hate women and you seem yourself like somebody who would do something violent. And that scares me for anybody that you come in contact with. So I'm, I watch a lot of crime shows and I've got a theory. Okay. The guy on the bicycle is the one who did it. And he came back to the scene so that he could put his DNA on your tires so that if the cops find DNA, he could say, I was spitting for bubbles. And he's mad at you because you have a car and he has a bicycle and a knife. And so he wanted to retaliate. And then he just so happened to come back by and decided, I'm going to go ahead and plant some evidence here so that if this does come back to me, I'm in the clear. Okay. Hmm? I appreciate your theory. Um, could be. Who knows? I think that's the other thing that's so scary about this is you have no idea. And I'll never know. Unless the person who did it comes up and says, I slashed your tires and this is why, I will never know. Hmm. I'll never know. And that's scary because it's like, now Dave, Dave is like, I don't think this was personal. I think that the car was over there in the church parking lot and maybe they thought it was somebody else's or whatever. He's like, if it were in our parking lot and somebody came up and did it, then I would think it was personal. Yeah. The husbands are always trying to minimize stuff. I think that what they're trying to make us feel better. Yeah. But to me, sometimes it feels like they're minimizing my fears. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Dave, but I mean, he has a point, but I'm just saying that seems like some shit Drew would say. So I was just like, and I looked at him and I was like, I don't agree at all. I have been parking there for two months and walking back and forth. And it's a very busy stretch of road. And even Didi who stopped the very nice lady who stopped to help me with my tires. She was like, I've seen you walking back and forth across here for um, quite a while now. You're always carrying a laundry basket. And I was like, yeah, we just opened a laundry mat. And sometimes I bring my own clothes down. And she's like, oh, that's so great that you guys are opening a laundry mat. When can we use it? And I was like, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a wash and fold. So you drop your laundry to me and I wash it and fold it. It's not big enough to use for the public. And she's like, oh, that's a bummer, but I think it's a really good service. I think a lot of people will use it. And I was like, yeah, I hope so. That's the goal. Um, We know it's needed down here. And so we were having a conversation. But even this woman, whom I had never seen before, right, Mm -hmm. had driven by in that spot and been like, I've seen you walk across the street a bunch. Because, you know, that's what makes me think somebody knew they had to know that person had to know that it was my car. And that I was in the laundromat working. Well, next time you cross the street. I won't be. Cross it with a sword. I'm, I won't be. I won't park there ever again. And, and I will cross the street. Full suit of armor. Mm. It just, it was, you know, it was unsettling. And I, it, it, it made it worse that I had Sophia with me that whole day. Yeah. Because then, of course, your mind goes to all the like a vision in your head of what would have happened. And I, mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
so that's what it just kind of just, it, it shook me up pretty good. And also and then, you're not used to like spending a lot of time outside of the house in the public, vulnerable, open, you know, out in the open. And so that's a whole new thing in itself, dude. Yeah. Cause I really don't leave the house except to go to like Costco and Publix. Yeah. And f- apparently for good reason. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it, 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 and it has been very different going down there and working every single day. Cause you do, come, you know, you come in contact with a lot of people, which, you know, everybody has been really great at the business. All the cleaners have been wonderful. They've been really nice. And they're very grateful that we've opened this because they've been washing all of this Airbnb laundry on site or taking it to other public laundromats and washing it themselves. So they're really happy that we opened, you know, there are over 5,000 Airbnb properties in St. Augustine city proper alone. Mm. And so it's a, it's a service. I mean, we're a tourism hub, by the way, it is crazy what people will do to Airbnb linens. Mm. They don't give a fuck. What? They be eating skeddy in the bed. They be dropping their red wine all over the sheets and the comforters. Are you sure it's not blood? No, it's definitely Kool-Aid or red wine. They, their dogs, muddy dog prints all over the thing. And I'm just looking at this and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's so creepy. I was like, this is somebody's stuff and you're just treating it like this? How do you get those out? Those sta- I, We like- have some really powerful, it's called Reclaim. It's this, um, it's a stain remover. And we have a couple of different steps that we can use. Now we can't get all of them out, right? Like some of them, it's just like, there's just no way, but I did get 99% of that red wine stain out. There was a little bit left at the bottom of this comforter that I washed. And then the muddy dog prints came out, but Skeddy, <sighs> Paschetti stains them mm. tomatoes. It is so difficult to get tomato stains out, but I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, you're all wrapped up in bed, You're just hammering a plate of Skeddy. And it's Hell just yeah. like, come on, man, this is somebody else's property. But not for I, the night, not, not for the night. People don't care. They don't care. I pay good money to eat Paschetti in bed. Listen, if you spill it all over the sheets, I can't get that stain out. You don't care. Look at you. You're one of those people. Yeah, right. You know me. I worry more about what other people think. No, I would never, Hmm. I might, if it's food, you know what I'm saying? You've seen me in hotels, girl, I'll be eating ice cream in bed. Yeah. But I've never seen you sloppily eat. Oh, thank you. Like like throwing caution to the wind. Like, you know, that's surprising to hear you say that because that's usually, no, I've never seen you sloppily eat. I mean, we're usually sitting up. Cause I'll eat in, I'll eat in the hotel bed as well. Right. Like there are just times where we have to, where are you going to sit? There's no place else in the hotel. Mm-hmm. To sit. Um, but we usually have like a napkin on our laps or the bag or whatever. And we're eating. I mean, we're not, I wouldn't call us pigs when we eat by any stretch. No, especially not you. You take little tiny nibble bites. I'll be done with a burger and look over and you're just opening your utensils. <laughs> <laughs> You're slow eater. I am. And I don't drink while I eat. What? I don't know why. I've never done that. I never take sips of anything while I eat. I okay. That's, that's why you have so many stomach issues. Oh. Because your food has no help. It's just like <laughs> throwing mud down a slide. You have to like put the hose on it so that yeah. the mud thins out. Gross analogy. It really ended up way grosser than I wanted it to. It's like shitting down a slide. I know. That's what I, it wasn't supposed to be that way. Anyway. So, yeah. So, um, so that's been my week so far in a nutshell. I'm sorry. And then tomorrow is Matthias's birthday. Oh, 17. Happy birthday, Matthias. So he's- is it tomorrow for the listeners or tomorrow in real life? Tomorrow in real life. So it's the 29th. So you guys won't hear this until the first week of April. So we would have celebrated, but I asked him what he wanted for his birthday and he said pot roast. So I'm making him. Wait, did you mean as a gift or? Well, there are no gifts. He's not getting a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, We, 
we, we spend so much on like his activities and stuff. He's the one who slashed your tires, bitch. <laughs> I bet you don't want to get me a gift, mom. We just took him to the FSU relays and spent the weekend at his track meet. And I have news for you. He's getting ready to be purchased poles for pole vaulting um, because the club that he goes to doesn't have a pole his size. And I have news for you. Those suckers are like 899 bucks a piece. So um, he's fine getting pot roast. Because what we have to do is basically buy the pole and then the coach is going to trade us back in lessons because we also have to pay every time he goes out because there's no real coach at the high school. Yeah. Like we have to pay another coach to coach him. Love and respect and completely understand that. So what about just like, what, what about a little goodie bag of like deodorant socks? And he's going to get a cake. He asked for an ice cream cake, a Carvel. So we're going to do that. I'm going to make him a delicious pot roast dinner. Okay. And um, we'll sing happy birthday. And then he's like, mom, is there any way that dinner could be a little bit early on Wednesday? And I was like, why? And he's like, well, I met this girl at the gym. <gasps> I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, well, we were going to go work out together, but she wants to work out at like seven. So I was wondering if we could eat at five. And I was like, you're supposed to spend your birthday with me. <laughs> snuggled up in my arms I birthed you and I'm the only reason you're alive and Dave goes uh how about me and I was like yeah your father was there for a few minutes um but I'm the one who birthed you <laughs> Meredith Masony stop it and Matthias is like I would mom I, re- I really would except you didn't get me a present bitch yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding I I I uh have no clue what life is like then. But if my kid did a sport where a piece of wood was $800, I would try to talk him into anything else in the world. I know. Believe me. I have kids doing expensive sports that are dangerous. Yeah. Caden, Caden for like an hour the other day, uh, because I'm a good mom, was watching pole vaulting on YouTube. And I was like, you know, Meredith's son does that. And he's like, does what? I'm like, he does pole vaulting. And he's like, what's pole vaulting? I was like, mother, the thing you're watching for an hour. What do you mean? (laughs) You're just watching something and you have no clue like what it's called. And I was like, the thing that is on the TV that where you, and he's like, no, he doesn't. And I'm like, Yes, he does. And he's like, these aren't real people, mom. What, what did he think they were? I, well, I just stopped talking to him at that point. <laughs> Cause I realized that we were in another dimension. Show him, show him his Instagram. Matias has an Instagram. Oh, what is it? His name? I don't know. Uh, I'll look at yeah. it. Just send it to me later. I'll look at it. But, um, he, he has, a. he had to get it. He was, he hates social media. I love that. And we, I was like, dude, you have to get an Instagram and a TikTok or whatever, because these coaches follow. Mm-hmm. And he started getting, he started getting a lot of emails from coaches. And I was like, you have to put these videos out because they have to one, they want to see your progression. Mm. So, you know, so basically Dave posts for him and he just has the account, but he won't go on and do stories. He won't go on and do anything. He's like, it's stupid. It's stupid. And what I was a like, weird okay. time to be alive. I was like, that's fine, but we still need you to put this up here. <laughs> he could get a lot of followers doing. Th- oh, all right. I'm uncomfortable with that. But yeah, yes. me too. I apologize. I just, yeah. How do you, how do you compliment a friend's young kids? Without- well, I think the weird thing is, is he's not young anymore. And that's where it gets weird. Cause I know that you mean absolutely nothing by it. So it doesn't bother me whatsoever. Wait, but, but like, if he's not young, then wouldn't that be less weird? I'm saying like, if somebody was like, you're, you know, like, I don't know, like you're, too, I don't know, like Brian, like if you said like Brian is so handsome and his hair is so luxurious, like those curls he has or whatever, it, yeah. it's, it's like he's 12 and like, 
but then when you're like, well, Matias is 17, almost legal, like, ew. No, bitch. First of all, I didn't say that. All I said was. I'm saying that would be the difference. Right. It's so, weirder when you're saying it like they're on the cusp of being an adult or something. But even then, like, it's like, I know that you don't mean anything by it and wouldn't ever mean anything by it. Right. But okay. So I'm just saying that if Matias wanted to have a big following, he could do what all the other dumb young boys are doing on TikTok, which and is girls. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I, 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 they've definitely figured out some things on how to, and like a couple of the kids that he, um, pole vaults with that are, you know, from all over the state and everything. Um, cause we see them, we see the same group of kids, um, as we travel to these different meets and stuff, right? Like the kid that he just competed against this past weekend was just up in Boston together at the indoor national championships. And, you know, we'll see him again at, at a meet in a couple of weeks or whatever. And like, they're already doing sponsorship deals and stuff. Yeah. And Matias is like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you realize that a sponsorship means they're paying you. It's work. It's a job. And I said, and then if you get that money, you can save that money and put that towards school because it's not like you're paying any of your expenses here. We're paying all your expenses. If you put that money away, you can use that towards school. Yes. So in, in my head, when I picture him creating content, it's like a cap cut edit, right? And it's like music that's like, boom, and then the beat drops. So it's him like walking in slow motion, breathing, getting ready to do it. And then when the music drops, it's him flying through the air over the thing mm. and landing. Yeah. And the crowd would go wild. And it's so if you guys tell Dave to learn how to do cap cut edits and he'll blow up on TikTok. I can't recall ever seeing any pole vaulting TikToks and maybe it's the side of TikTok I'm on, but I'm just saying like, it's, it would be very cool and I can see it in my head. I'll tell him that. I don't know what that is, but I will ask if, you if you want. I was just going to say, if you want to send me a video of Matias, I could do it. But I feel like now is not the conversation <laughs> for me to ask for you. Can to you see. please send me videos of your underage child right now to my home computer? My address is creeper997 at yahoo.com. Oh my yeah, let me, get his, let me find as many uh, videos of my kid on my phone as I can and send them over to you. I I was genuinely like, I'll do her a favor. But then I'm like, now it's, uh, now I can't. I will. I will send you a video and I will ask you to do something with it because that would be really cool. Just to give you an idea of what I'm thinking. So if you have a video of him, I don't, ideally not like far away though. Do you have any like close-up videos of him like walking towards the thing or like. I have to look, but I could also do that this Saturday. Okay. I get some stuff this Saturday at his meet and then get it. And then yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Like close-ups of him, like prior to the jump, right. Getting in the zone, getting his head, right. Whatever. I mean, don't make it awkward. Don't like run next to him while he's <laughs> <laughs> holding oh, the camera, run next to him. <laughs> but yeah. And then like, um, if you could record it and then I can put it in slow motion mm -hmm. and it, it'll look really cool, but. Yeah, we'll try that. I'll do that this weekend because I always record his jumps and stuff. I don't do a lot of recording prior to him jumping, though, so I'll get that. Yeah, just like yeah. the concentration phase yeah. leading up to it. Because then the people watching are like, what's he doing? Why is he breathing so hard? Why does he seem nervous? And then the music's like, bah, wah, 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 wah. and it's like, oh, my God, he's Superman. <laughs> I'm going to be a director, I feel like, one day. Yeah, I think that I think you'd be great at that. I do, too. I really do. But. Mm -hmm. I didn't graduate okay. any college, so you don't need to. Not these days. True. I feel like you pretty much do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, boy. These days, if you figure it out. So, what else is going on? Anything? Because I feel like this. I took this whole episode to talk you slash did. tires, and that's right. But my dog is farting up a storm, and my nostrils are on fire. Sorry. It's really bad in here. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, I'd prefer you never did that again because I have a horrendous like visual. 
oh. of how hot and rancid and it's making me feel sick. Um, what else is new? Uh, I don't know. I'm leaving town tomorrow. I'm flying to a speaking engagement. Um, and it's 700 judges, court reporters, attorneys, corrections officers, <laughs> lawyers, all these very fancy people. And I'm going to get up on stage and talk about how I used to give my drug dealer beaches for drugs. <laughs> so what is the, um, I actually think this is really cool. So yeah. you're going to enlighten them on the other side. Yeah. And hopefully just, uh, you know, reinvigorate them, breathe new life into them. Their job probably gets very old and repetitive and they probably get jaded. So my goal is to just remind them why the work they do is so important. And that rehab, uh, rehabilitation is possible and you can come out the other end. You can be a part of helping these people come out the other end and be very successful. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's just letting them know like, Hey, it may feel like you're showing up to work and not making a difference, but you have no idea how far the ripples go. Uh -huh. And, you know, it took somebody believing in me, somebody of authority believing in me when I didn't believe in myself uh, to want to fight for my life. And, um, you know, I'm proof that the people who come into your offices, they might not get it today. They might not get it tomorrow. But when they do get it, they're going to look back and remember you being kind. And, um, yeah, that's my goal. So awesome. Yep. And then next week I have another speaking engagement, but it's at like some kind of uh nonprofit rehabilitation center. Um, what state is that in? Uh, next week's Missouri. What this is this week? tomorrow is Texas. Oh, you're going to Texas tomorrow. Yeah. And girl. When, when do you come back? You mean this Texas. Friday? Oh, okay. Leave Wednesday, come home Friday. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I used to like, yeah, it's a lot though. Cause the thing isn't until Thursday. So I don't really know why I'm flying in the day of, and then flying out the day after, especially when the things in the afternoon on Thursday, but well, can you get there first thing. Well, cause you don't like to get up in the morning to catch your flights. What are you talking about? I used to not like that, but I'm saying like, I could fly out the day of technically or change your flight. I don't want to be a pain in the ass because there's so many other people involved that I just can't. All right. Well, all right. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. and we haven't, I don't know if you want to talk about this, Phil, we might edit this out. Um, do you, you haven't talked about your book at all. Are you done? Are I have you no fucking clue? I keep missing manuscript meetings. Um, I submitted my manuscript and she has thoughts on it and we're supposed to talk, but I have literally two weeks in a row missed the meeting because my brain is a whore. Uh-huh. So but no you have, you have sent something that you felt was completed. The, yeah. The first round of completion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, when is it supposed to be published? You don't know. Uh, 2021. <laughs> literally <laughs> I meant like now that they now that you're in this have they said like we're trying nope. to get this out for 2024 2027 maybe 29 I don't know 2064 <laughs> I have no idea I was just curious because we you know when we were seeing each other every week I would try to get an update on the book every week just to see how you were doing but I feel like we haven't talked about it at all yeah there's nothing to report. Okay. It. Well, I'm going to email you as soon as I get off this podcast, I'm going to email you my set Ooh. and I want you to read it while you're on the plane so that you can give me some feedback. Love that. Or okay. wherever you don't have to read it on the plane. I just mean if you have some downtime. Okay. This, this week while you're in Texas. Okay. Because I, um, I have until Friday to sort of lock it into the order that I want it so that I can start memorizing it because then I'm down to two weeks. Okay. Do it the first time. And I feel like if I wait any longer, I'm going to fuck up. So yeah. I need to get it in the order that I want it in. And right now it's not completely in the order that I want it in, but each of the bits, I think Dave thinks I have too much and maybe I do. I'll check it out and I'll give you my honest opinion and um, yeah. let you know. Yeah, it won't hurt my feeling if you're like, this joke is shit. And I'll be like, okay. Well, I don't think I'd ever say that. You know me, I'd be like, hey, I saw this joke. And I was, what are your thoughts on instead of saying this, maybe, 
not saying, saying at all. <laughs> Maybe canceling the tour. And yeah. <laughs> but I'll send it because there's, um, you know, you know, my friend Jebba. So I sent it to Jebba, the first very rough one. And she's like, I laughed out loud reading this at everything except this one. And I was like, Ooh, okay. And she's like, just, it's terrible. Take it out. And I was like, Jebba. And she's like, I just didn't think it was funny. And I was like, well, I didn't really mean it to be super funny, but this was a transition lot. This is a transition little bit because the name of the tour is mental load. And I touch a little bit on mental load in that space. Like it wasn't to be a laugh a second. She goes, Oh, well then it's fine. I just, everything else, I was just laughing out loud the whole time. And then I got to this and I was like, that's weird. I didn't laugh as much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, I was just trying to pull through the mental load and she's like, Oh, okay. Then you can leave it in. And I was like, well, thanks. Director Jebba. So she so was she was so funny. And then she was like, I offended you. And I'm like, I'm not offended at all. I agree that it is not nearly as funny as the other stuff. I just am torn as to whether or not to leave it in or take it out. Like, is it necessary or is it not necessary? Right. Humor, on that. Humor is subjective. And so yes. I would never say this is not funny because it might be to somebody else. So mm-hmm. if anything, I would be looking for like technical details or ways to make it take it up a notch. You know what I mean? If yeah. that. Yeah. And I am working with a comedy coach. And so Is he's somebody helping. I know. Yeah. Same one that I worked with before. Aww. And, and he's been helping me with punch-ups and stuff like that. Um, so, but I mean, like I said, like I have 11 pages. Yeah. 11 I'm going to check it out and let you know. Bits. So I was like, I just got to put it in order. I got to get it in the right. I got to get it in the right order. I got, so, I'm going to pee my pants. Okay. All right. Well, we're good. We did 50 whole minutes. Yeah. I'm very impressed with us. So on the, on, on the fly, mm-hmm. we got this going. Yeah. We've recorded it in two places. Thank gosh. All right. So, um, yeah. So Tiffany's going to pee. Join and- us next week. Join us next week for another episode of Take It. Wait, I feel like that was a little abrupt. We love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up with us. Join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no no idea idea what we're doing. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.